Table for real. Why are you saying table like this? Table. The table. I came from Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> I, just, I just zoomed in a little Worry bit. About I mean, the table. I think we could all start by saying what HBCU we went to and yeah. how we chose that HBCU. Yeah. I went to Spelman. Uh, I graduated 2017. I feel like Spelman chose me because I honestly did not know anything about Spelman until I got my acceptance letter. Oh, wow. Um, which is crazy because I fly through like the common app and so I just, it was one of the schools on there so I just clicked it. Oh wow. So Spelman kind of chose me. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, so uh, I went to Morehouse uh, with uh, classmates with uh, Martez. Um, yeah, so my story is, uh, it's a long story because I transferred into Morehouse. So uh, I initially started in uh, 2014 after taking a gap year, unintentional gap year between high school and college. Uh, one, wasn't college ready. Two, didn't really know what to get into. Or didn't know the ins and outs of college, really. And so, um, ended up taking an un unintentional gap year. And uh, I think it was 2013 where Detroit Public Schools started doing like um, Detroit Scholarship Fund, mm -hmm. where they would pay for the two years of community college, whatever. Long story short, didn't take that route. So, um, end up, uh, I know I'm telling all my you life story. This thing is dope. <laughs> <laughs> all, but that's I'm telling the whole life story. That's whatever. okay. No, but <laughs> I, 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 I think the context is is uh, is important of how I got. Nah, to bro. Morehouse. Because I mean, you still end up at Morehouse, and yeah. they need to know how it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. So I went to Northwestern High School, 2013, unintentional mm -hmm. gap year. Mm -hmm. Thought I lost the Detroit scholarship fund. Um, go to two years. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Wait, what? Right. She asked me, she asked me, what's in my cup? Oh, <laughs> this man tell me his whole life story. <laughs> right, right, right. Meanwhile, what you sipping? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, what you sipping? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Got that community. <laughs> <laughs> like Wayne, yeah, nah. No, yeah, it's my cup. Yo, Even if I spill my cup. Huh? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I probably should take that cup there. I probably should take that bitch. <laughs> no, I'm okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You went no, to Northwestern yeah, North High School. Go Colts. Um, so, yeah. So, I uh, really wasn't college ready. I was accepted at uh, Kentucky State University. Um, didn't get a scholarship or whatever. But uh, I was a school I could have went to, but not being college ready. Um, ended up, you know, deferring that year. Or not that year. Just, just, just didn't go to college. So it finally came around, and uh, you know, family's going through some hardship. Uh, got an email, and uh, Detroit scholarship phone was like, "Hey, if you didn't, y'all didn't use this scholarship last year, you can use it this year." And it came Damn. at a time where my dad was actually moving to a campus near Wayne County Community College, and so I went and lived with him. 
And so, yeah, did my two years at Wayne County. Um, by the grace of God, I mean, excelled or whatever, you know. And then, um, yeah, um, it came time to, you know, pick, you know, came time to be finished with the program. I'm like, man, I don't know what schools I'm going to go to. You know, default Wayne State, you know, it was close. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, one of my professors, uh, Dr. Cynthia Miller, I got, you know, got a shout out her. She was one of the reasons I went to Morehouse. So, uh, yeah, she heard my life story. She was like, no, you need to go where, you know, these big people go. You need to go to Princeton. You need to go to Morehouse. You need to yeah. apply to all these schools. And so, yeah, ended up applying to Morehouse, got accepted at Wayne State, Morehouse, a few other schools. And, uh, at that time, if I did the math right, I wouldn't have went to Morehouse. But they just, it seemed like they offered the right, you know, money. I'm like, dang, they offer more money than Wayne State. So I went to Morehouse and, I mean, changed my life. So, yeah. yeah, yeah this is a long story short, yeah. I know a lot. If he didn't make that decision, I would never met, bro. And nope. I would have met my husband. Right. Bro, let's start right. there, bro. Like, let's start off. First of all, we we talking to a husband and wife. First of all, y'all was an inspiration in my life, bro. Not only just in the church life, yeah. but just in like seeing something real, bro. You know what I'm saying? Y'all started from the ground roots, bro. We was just all friends, bro. Yeah. And now fast forward six years later, y'all are married. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's something big for me, bro. I, I want to get married one day. Chloe, what you think? You want to get married one day? I'm <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful HBCU That's, that's beautiful, bro. That's beautiful, bro. <laughs> I feel like you have more to say. I'm like, Nene, now why am I in there? No, we appreciate it though. At, at least I do. I speak for myself. Um, I, I appreciate, you know, you lending your platform or whatever. And uh, yeah, man, uh, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily think that, you know, I get married. Uh, because one, in our generation, it seems like, you know, not marriage is dying off, but it's not something that a lot of people aspire to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, I mean, they get caught up in, you know, the the avenues of life and wherever life takes them. And so uh, I knew for me, I just didn't want to, you know, have kids or just be sleeping around with other folks. And, uh, you know, I just, I wanted something real and genuine. And so, yeah, that's what led to, to marriage or whatever. Uh, I mean, it could be pressure too, though. I don't know. Um, like when you do those traditional things that like go to college and all those, you kind of get um, stuck in the cycles of of people um, saying this is the next thing that you the should expectations. do. Yeah. The expectations, yeah. what to yes. do. So I mean, people planning out your life for you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like as yeah. soon as we got engaged, people were like, well, when is the wedding? I'm like, then we get married. When y'all having kids? Like exactly. Damn. Like damn. Like, 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 you know. Yeah, with anything, I think it's a lot of expectations that you have to defy, um, and it's a lot of no's too, especially the people who you love. Like, I mean, all of those comments is coming from people that we love. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just really um, coming into your own person and saying, you know what? I'm not going to let other people's, you know, um, binaries or boundaries or whatever define, you know, uh, my life. And I'm just going to take it by the reins and just, uh, you know, you know, forge my own journey. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. That just comes to a point in life where you're just like, you know what? I'm tired of people telling me when I'm going to do things or this is the next step for me. And mm -hmm. now I'm kind of taking control of my own life. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We yeah, did. We yeah, play yeah. Face 10 every night. Every night. All right, look. Look, we on the pod. We on the pod. And I need you to just <laughs> give a little synopsis about like how we knew that Christina and Anthony was together. Ah, no. So me and my kids. I can't do both. <laughs> so me and my kids were 
Oh, Anthony's oh. already there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Nothing about what the French nothing. I feel like I remember that though. Yeah. That was real fishy. Remember they got it. Come on. Yeah, we knew it. Yeah, we just knew. I was working in the chapel. Come on. All right. I thought y'all was sleep. Nah. Foundation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to get to know you first. See how you work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the whole time she prayed on me, though. What? Oh, wait a minute. The whole time she prayed on me. Y'all thinking? Nah. Prayed. Tell him. Tell him what she was thinking. Though. What was I thinking? I don't, know. I don't know. The first day you saw me in chapel. Okay. I knew. I knew. The first was, day. I knew you was that. <laughs> she knew. She knew. She. He was down for the. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Hey, hey, she just checked out her whole, like. <laughs> she was just all in the yeah, mirror on her phone, though. Hey, you funny. I hope the camera caught that. But we got to introduce her, too, though. Right, exactly. I graduated from Alabama Agricultural and Mechanical University in 2020. I got my bachelor's. And then I also graduated from North Carolina A&T State University in 2022 with my master's. What drew me to a and them is they had the money. <laughs> they had the money. Yeah. It was between A yeah. and M and Jackson State for full tuition scholarships. But I wanted, I really, 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 really wanted to go to Tuskegee or Spelman. Mm. Tuskegee gave me ten thousand a year, and it's thirty thousand a year. What was I gonna get twenty k? And then Spelman, they didn't give me anything, so I just went to A and M. And I had the time of my life. I had the time of my life. I'm not gonna lie. And then NCAT, I went during the pandemic, so it wasn't as lit. But you know, NCAT go crazy. You said how much Jackson State offered? They gave me full tuition. Really? Why did I want to live in Mississippi? Really? I did not want to live in Mississippi. Damn. You got accepted there? Yeah, I had a full scholarship there too. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Chloe, that's crazy. Damn. Can we talk about those, like, you know, financial struggles? I mean, we should. Let's, yeah. I think that's, we should talk about those. talk about it because that's actually yeah. a big part of HBCU. No, for real. Trail, do you, got, before, do you got anything to say about the financial struggles of HBCUs? Can we introduce Trail? Okay, see, <laughs> right, let, me, let me start there. Alright, let me introduce Trail. You know what I'm saying? This is my best friend from college. You know what I'm saying? Spellman, alumni, and alumnus. What they call the girls? Alumni. Alum, uh, alumna. <laughs> and, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Big big dog out there in Spellman. And uh, she's going to tell y'all a little bit about the financial struggle, struggles. Hey, you want to ask about my financial struggles? <laughs> 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 like, we, we, we all about to. No, just a general. I want you to be a part of this. Hold on. Yeah. Religion and like religious studies and trying to be in academia 
it was just like no one really cared about the Spelman name. They was like, "What church did you go to?" And I'm just like, "Well, fuck, oh, I don't know a church." Let's find the chat. Why does it not see it? I ain't gonna lie, I cannot, so that's where I'm gonna step in because I definitely have a degree where I feel like I'm not using it. You know what I'm I think it's still something to still be able to have said that I've graduated from Morehouse College or any college, but, honestly. I, yeah. I mean, to be honest, at the end of the day, the name holds a lot of weight. It does. Morehouse and Spelman. It really yeah. does. And Spelman, no, for a fact. Like, I'll give you an example. There was one time I was at uh, Morehouse, I came home, I think for winter break or whatever. Ended up getting a ticket in a car that wasn't mine, belonged to my dad. So I'm like hella pissed. And so um, I'm like, dang, I gotta appear to court. So I get something in the mail. It tell me that it tell me, you know, when my court date is and what judge I need to go to or whatever. So I end up looking up the judge. Dude went to Morehouse. Hey, that's oh, what's up. Morehouse. I ain't gonna name y'all raps. And so I go to to the court date and so like they hit me with like uh, they rung me up on I don't wanna say charges or nothing, but it was like multiple tickets or whatever. So uh, basically, the uh, attorney was like, "Yeah, you have to come back, or whatever." I was like, "I can't go uh, come back. I'm in school." And so she was like, uh, "What school you go to?" So I look at the judge. I made sure I stood. I was like, "I go to Morehouse." And then, <laughs> <laughs> so the judge looked up like, "He just said, counsel, come here, come here." <laughs> so uh, he called me up to the bench and he was like, "Yeah, so uh, uh, you say you go to Morehouse. So what dorm you in?" So I said, uh, "I'm living in Purdue." He said, what type of, what classes are you taking? I said, I'm taking uh, History of Jazz with uh, Dr. Etheridge. He said, man, I took a uh, class with Dr. Etheridge, man, in the 90s. Wow. Wow. Showed me his class ring and everything. And so um, I ended up, um, he ended up calling me back. So he told me to go to the seat, called me up. They dismissed all the all, yes. all tickets. Yes, so bro. that name and that connection yes. really holds weight. Yo. It holds so, it holds so much, much weight, weight, bro, in this world, bro. Granted, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, it, it wasn't my fault, though. So I was driving somebody's car. They didn't have the right tags on there. So he wasn't doing me a favor. It's just, it, it wasn't my fault. But anyway. <laughs> but at the same time, that shit do hold weight, bro. Yeah, at the end of the yeah. day, you never know who you're going to run into that might have went to an HBCU yeah, alone. Exactly. The, the same HBCU you went to. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's true. And sometimes it doesn't even matter if you went to the same one. It's just matter that you went to exactly. one. Exactly. Like, oh, you went to a black college. Yeah. You yeah. cool with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Connections. Message. Absolutely. I think that 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 culture, though, the black culture, um, coming out of a struggle. Um, I mean, just like HBCUs rooted in struggle, <clears throat> but also wanted to pave ways for for black people um, to have something in this country. I think it's something that uh, continues to be the legacy of HBCUs to um, get you know these people out of inner city you know inner cities, but also people from around all different communities to bring them together, you know, mm -hmm. to to build a life and to network and have those connections because our ancestors wouldn't afford those opportunities mm -hmm. at all. Message, yeah. bro, at all. HBCU, you gotta be on top of not only yourself but you gotta be on top of the administration because mm -hmm. you're right. In the financial aid office. You gonna be in a oh oh trust me. No, that's real though. E even though I mean, granted, I think some of the uh, institutions and administration uh, should have the help necessary help mm -hmm. and the funding that they need so that we can run um, good financial aid offices mm -hmm. and good administration Truly, for yeah. students. I think that on the other hindsight, I think I agree with you that um, at HBCUs you just get this type of you learn to hustle. 
uh, you learn not to just sit around and wait for things to come on, you know, come to you. Like being at these uh, PWIs, I'm at Vanderbilt, I'm at the University of Denver. Uh, you talking about a refund? Uh, I mean, they stuff as soon as they uh, disperse it. A few days later, you get it like that. Right it, there. It's there. Right there. Versus, so was it the same at? Uh, yeah. What's up with that? Alabama. And, uh, yeah. So just a sidebar. I was reading this book the other day because I'm a nerd. It's called Vernacular Inspirations by Karma Kennard. And she basically said that HBCUs are historically underfunded, which we know. Yeah. But because mm -hmm. right after slavery, black people were the only people that wanted to get an education. They were the only ones that had to drive for education. So white people kind of, you know, spun it around and were like, well, if you're going to teach them, teach them that they should want to labor. They should want to work for us. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> when they were giving out grants, land grants to HBCUs, white people were taking the money and saying well we're using we're allocating these funds to teach white people anti-racism mm. which we know is a lie right yes, so these are historically underfunded and it's because of mm -hmm. white people claiming that they were going to teach desegregation teach not to be racist and we know that's not that's true no, but um Message. but um i will say my i think i told you this last week my freshman year at a and m my mama called me like the second week she said go to the financial aid office and see how much money you owe i said i don't owe any money she said yes you do i said well no i don't because you know they still let me go to class she said no but they'll do that so go in there and see how wow. much money you owe because my mama and my dad went to gremlin which okay. is the agency okay. in louisiana okay. so she said so, yeah so go in there and see how much you owe i owe them five thousand dollars I said, oh my and gosh. And they wasn't going to speak on it. They bro. weren't going to say nothing. And I know a lot of students the next year, they would like have, be like, oh, I still got a balance from last year. Uh, How did you come back? How are they letting y'all do true. this? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I, was, I had full tuition, but I stayed on campus. So I still had to pay for housing. I got you. So I had to go to home. But yeah, I still owe them my $5,000. I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad you said something. <laughs> we caught it at the beginning rather than the right. end. But yeah, I don't know. In cat though, like, I was on scholarship my first year. I had a fellowship, and then my second year, they were still passing out like um, CARES Act COVID funds. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my whole tuition fund. I only paid seventy five cent for that degree. You said seventy five cent. Seventy five cent, and they were so petty because what? yeah, they paid for my summer semester one semester, and they left seventy five cent on there. <laughs> They left seventy five cent on there. Wow. So me, my mama, and my brother, brother, we paid twenty five cent each because we petty like that. I'm surprised you say paid that small. I'm pro I'm glad that you got it for that. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. glad, bro. Fuck it. Like, it Okay, okay. <laughs> NCAT is the number one public HBCU, so you know it's expensive. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what. And then I was from out of state, so it's even more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, my first year I interviewed for a fellowship, I got it. They paid me and they paid my tuition. And then my second year, they paid my tuition, but I didn't get a, I didn't get a stipend. So that's when I ended up teaching seventh grade. But um, it was like my second year, I had filled out the little CARES Act form and they, my second semester, my second year, I filled out the CARES Act form. They didn't give me no money. So around the time, like NCAT is like, as soon as you register, you gotta pay. They like, they don't wait. They be mm -hmm. like, um, you owe us this amount, like pay it now or we dropping your classes. And I'm like, no way I'm sitting here and I owe y'all, you know, 
$6,000. I don't have $6,000 just to give y'all, exactly. you know? So they like, um, well, you can go on the payment plan. So I pay like $100 to get on the payment plan. And then I pay, you know, a thousand something dollars, which I still don't, I, it was 1800 I still don't have that either. So me, my mom, my brother, we split 600 600 600 I told them I'll get them their money back. Well, I so I went and filled the cares out cares act out again because obviously y'all didn't get it the first time. Right. I filled it out again the next day. They paid my full tuition. They gave me my money oh, back. Man. You know the next week. So it's just like they will miss minor details. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you you do have to stay on top of them. It's not even just financial aid. As far as like graduating on time. Yeah. True. I almost didn't graduate on time, y'all. That was so crazy at A and M. And I, and I was the type of person, like, I had my catalog with me every time I was going to see my advisor. I was highlighting the classes, like, it was in purple if I took it my freshman year. It was in blue if I took it my sophomore year. It was in yellow if I took it. Like, like, I wasn't playing. Like, I get, they gave me four years of tuition. I'm done in four years. I got to go. And my very last semester, they said, um, you know, you're good to go. Like, I applied for graduation. I was like, cool. Like, we approved you. And literally, March, they came and they said, well, you're missing a class. And two days later, school shut down because of COVID. So I can't even figure out how to get this class that I need to get into because y'all just shut down the school. Right. But y'all also approved me for graduation. So why would you approve me if you know Without I was the class? class. Walks right. Without the class. So you I walking. said, yes, yeah, so I said, so is there any way you could just add me to another class? They said, what's well, class registration period? I said, but y'all already approved me for graduation. I already got a scholarship somewhere else. So I got to go. Y'all don't have to figure something out. Yeah. And they put, me, they put me in the class very last minute. The teacher made me do all the work from the first day to march and i had never sat in the class before i didn't know nothing she didn't give me no notes or nothing like it was just crazy but what? yeah but i made it out of there <laughs> you really grow yeah as a person absolutely you so gotta you think it's for yourself because it's underfunded or are we just not understaffed like what do you think both? It is? i think it's a mix of both yeah. honestly mm. understaffed underfunded and so you have students that our first generation, most students are first generation. First you don't generation. even have parental guidance. So yeah. you don't know. So you, you don't figure know. everything yeah, out on your real. own. And then I think it's also like that whole, like, I got it out the mud, you got to get out the mud. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. For like, sure. I understand that, like, if you're older, you know these young black kids are trying to make a way for themselves, you should make it hard on them just to go to class or to get the financial aid when you know it's already stacked up against them once they leave right. this space. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Hmm. That's a fact. No, that's, that's that's good because it's been so many just dry haired, dusty old people <laughs> that will literally try to hold you back. They won't give you no secrets. They won't give you no tea. They just make it harder for you when you don't have to because you're technically making it harder on yourself. Mm hmm Everybody could just be cohesive. We could all be smooth. We could all get up out of here. We could give me an A, like you know what I'm saying, like. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I feel that. Shit. I I think like I. Okay, so let me ask y'all this: Would y'all recommend HBCU for like you know? One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm thinking about nowhere else. One hundred percent, though. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy.